Welcome to Content Corner Podcast. I'm your host, Khadija, and I'm a content marketing manager. This podcast is for marketers, either current marketers or marketers of the future, who are early or mid-stage and focused mostly on performing content marketing duties or thinking about exploring other areas of marketing. Thank you for joining me on this journey, and I look forward to our conversations. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Content Corner. Man, things were just a little bit hectic um, last week, having some technical difficulties. So decided to just take a step back and try again this week. So here we are with another episode. Um, So this one's gonna be a mix of tips and also kind of a story time to kick things off. And I thought it'd be cool to talk about why reading is so crucial to your job success Um, when you're in marketing in general, I feel, or any sort of communications role, but specifically how I've found it to be helpful um, in the content marketing world. So let's take a step back to, you know, when I was a little kid, very little. Um, So I would say that in my life, I've always been an avid reader. Um, When I was about four years old, you know, getting ready to go into, or maybe it was three-ish, that would make more sense, getting ready to go into kindergarten, um, did sort of an aptitude test, IQ test, all that kind of stuff, just to, I guess, see where students were at before they entered into the school system formally. Um, And they found that at the age of almost four, I was reading at the level that a 16-year-old would be reading at, typically, which, you know, was crazy to think about, uh, especially at such a young age, but as long as I can remember, I've always been an avid reader. Before entering school, I was already crushing chapter books. Um, My parents were very big in taking me to the library on the weekends or sometimes even after school. I was always in the um, bookshelf area of my daycare, but to get more advanced content, you know, they would buy me different books, you know, obviously taking me to the library and then Whenever there was a garage sale and, you know, maybe the neighbors had older kids, you know, my parents would pick up their chapter book series that they were trying to offload. So had lots of access to reading material so I could keep the, the fire burning, as it were. Um, so I didn't know at the time, obviously, that it was going to be still such a huge part of my life. Um, you know, I went on to study English at the undergraduate and master's level and there was a ton of reading especially in the master's curriculum that i was in um i can't remember how many books but it was definitely close to a hundred novels for sure in that eight month period um, that i read and wrote very deep content on papers that were you know 20 25 pages and, and things like that so i was taking in the content discussing it very frequently very regularly with my classmates and then also writing about it at length so for me, you know, I'm very invested in everything that I read. This year, um, I'm trying something different, I, I think. Um, I'm just going through the flow of things. Like normally I've been like the last, I guess, five years or so, I've been setting a reading goal, how many books I wanna read a year. And this year I haven't set one. Um, I don't know if I will change my mind and end up setting one. Um, but I found sometimes I was reading things just to kind of hit that number I'd set for myself and not necessarily enjoying it. And I've never started a book and not finished it, um, but I'm trying to be more 
I'm liberal with that as well. So if I do find something that I think I'm going to enjoy, I'm reading it and I don't like it, you know, I'm going to tell myself it's okay to walk away from it. Uh, the book I'm starting off this year with is Middlemarch, um, which is a Victorian novel by George Eliot, and it's very, very long. Um, I really don't like Victorian literature, but it's just one that's been on my radar since before entering into grad school. And I'm just debating now whether I continue down with reading it or if I just, you know, cut my losses and, and find something else, um, you know, it's in the spirit of my new mindset, right? So we'll see. Keep you guys updated on that. Um, and something else, you know, as I said, I was always into reading, like I said, from a young age. And when I graduated from high school, um, I graduated with the top grade in two courses, law, which was, you know, a lot of reading, of course, reading about different cases, you know, applying that in mock trials, all that kind of stuff. And the other one was writer's craft, which was a creative writing course. Um, but I would say it was kind of a step up in the sense of like, there was such variety in the types of works you were reading and of course writing. Uh, one of the projects that I remember, I don't remember what I wrote about though, but I remember one of the assignments that we had for that course was to write the first three chapters of a novel. Um, and that really kind of was when I was starting to see that I loved writing as well as I loved reading. So I started off in university studying psychology, which I ultimately get end up getting my minor in, but I did switch to English as I mentioned. So decided to kind of stay in my lane and, you know, take something I enjoyed. And, you know, even though people talk so badly about English degrees, I knew that and I have, you know, proof that it is actually a worthwhile degree to study because I think in every field you have to know how to articulate your thoughts, you have to be able to write, read, decipher information, communicate, all those things. So it helps to lay the foundation for that. At, for sure at a very high level um, when it came to I guess when it comes to readings I still read and then kind of applying it in a professional setting I started to notice a lot of things so for example the first thing I noticed was that it's really helped me to understand and appreciate structure so when I read you know another work by somebody else whether it be a blog post or newsletter or anything that's you know has some sort of formatting to it it really helps me to appreciate the structure and what makes a good structure for you know depending on the type of content what makes a good structure for that and what actually gets the point across but I feel like I've picked on up on that more because I read so much and there's such like a, a formality a lot of the time to how novels and longer pieces of content are written so for me I when it's given to me in a micro sense, I feel like I can really, um, you know, zero in on it quite quickly. So that's one thing. Um, second thing, it's definitely helping me to be more mindful of detail. Um, you know, sentence structure, grammar, punctuation, all of that. I feel like I really take that stuff to heart more now, um, just because I've seen what's proper and I feel like I pick out mistakes a lot faster as well when I'm reading other things or even when I'm editing my own work so it just helped me to be mindful of what details need to be included to kind of you know put the bow on certain things from everything as micro as a sentence to a paragraph and to larger a whole story right um it's also helped me as a reader to be very mindful of plot development and you know I definitely consider myself even though a content manager content creator in title 
um, you know, at the end of the day, what I'm doing for a living is telling stories. So even though there might not be a fully fleshed out plot because, you know, a newsletter snippet only allows for so much or an email or whatever the case is, it still, you know, helps me to think about what details I need to get my point across and to make sure that what I'm saying is complete in the state that it's in. So, you know, plot development is just the, the larger version of that, but, you know, it still helps me to know to like beginning to end what I need to have. And lastly, I, one thing I've really noticed subconsciously, I guess, but noticed in general is that I have more words to use. Like I've expanded my vocabulary so much by reading, you know, I try to not use the typical words to describe something like saying something's exciting. There are different ways to say the same thing. And I feel like I'm more experimental with the words I use because of the fact that my vocabulary has grown so large over the course of my life. Um, you know, there's a lot of things I'm sure I could say more about, you know, what it's helped me to do, you know, reading specifically and how it's helped me in my job. But those are, I would guess, I would say my top four. Um, and, you know, for people who are thinking about getting back into reading, maybe this is you or, you know, you don't even really read much now. There's A, there's nothing wrong with that. Like not everyone enjoys to pass time that way. Um, but one thing I would say is that you, if you are planning to get into reading is that you don't have to be into longer form content to get something out of what you're reading. So you don't have to just be someone who's reading books that are over 500 pages or you read essay collections or, you know, abstracts and reports and all that kind of stuff. You can, you know, find something you like. If you like newsletters, if you like kind of more pamphlet or snippet type of content, if that's what you like, stick with it. Just be consistent, you know, just be consistent in that practice of reading. Just, you know, it's really a great way to, you know, find escapism, especially with, you know, everything that's going on around us in the real world, it's a great way to just take a step back. You know, there's been so much, you know, great storytelling on television and don't get me wrong, I love a good series or I love a good film here and there as well. But I think that it's so nice to, you know, get away from our large, medium and small screens and just take a step back and, you know, pick up a book physically and just enjoy and get lost in the story, get used to the characters, you know, get attached to them even so, get attached to their story. Uh, I think it's just such a unique form of escapism and I just hope we don't lose that. And as I said, especially with the vocabulary, how it's been such a subconscious expansion, I really think that subconsciously by reading, you're training your mind, um, you're finding inspiration, and you know you might not even remember where that inspiration came from when you're going to create your own piece of writing, but that does you know, you do absorb the story and those things, you know, may play out later or you might see them later. Um, and I feel like it's easier as well to um, detract from less desirable story structures. So, you know, if you're finding formats or, you know, reading certain types of literature, quote unquote, that you enjoy, you're also going to start to realize why you enjoy certain things about certain structures and also why you dislike certain structures, right? You're gonna find your taste, find your style, and that will definitely influence your writing style going forward. I've definitely found that for myself. I, I know what I don't like to read. You know, if I was to take certain snippets of certain things, you know, I know what those snippets are and I've been able to develop that over time. So definitely don't be afraid to pick up a book, or sign up for a newsletter, 
read a couple of blogs, whatever it is that you enjoy and stick with it consistently. And it'll be amazing for you to see how much that can improve your writing. We'd love to hear your thoughts as well. If there's any you know, favorite books that you have or favorite blogs that you subscribe to, newsletters, that kind of stuff, definitely share them with me in the comment section. I'm always looking for new things to experiment with and to get caught up on. So we'd love to hear uh, what you folks are reading these days. 